0: First Person is produced in cooperation with the Far East Broadcasting Company, who rejoice in the stories of changed lives through the power of Jesus Christ. Learn more at febc.org.
1: Satan's goal is to destroy marriage and family. Every part of this world, we see the families are broken, and it's not a, a typical Chinese culture thing. It's everywhere. It's happening everywhere.
0: Hers is a voice known to millions of listeners who happen to speak Mandarin. You meet Joy Chang on this edition of First Person. Welcome, I'm Wayne Shepherd. It's great to have you with us today as we go behind the scenes of the Far East Broadcasting Company to learn more about Joy and her story, but also about the biblical content that she provides to her listeners. We'll start the conversation in a few seconds. First Person is a weekly program highlighting the journey of faith in Christ that people from all walks of life experience. These interviews are not only available on radio, but also available as a podcast on many platforms such as Apple, Google Play, and Spotify. And there's also a streaming option available to you at FirstPersonInterview.com. Now, let's meet Joy Cheng, based in California. Joy and her husband both work at FEBC, and both are graduates of Dallas Theological Seminary. Joy will mention her husband Luke's important ministry in this interview, but I wanted to introduce you to Joy today on First Person to hear about her commitment to family ministry.
1: I'm the uh, department head of uh, program uh, producing and also Founder and also the uh, director of FEBC Chinese Ministry uh, Family Ministry. We just started two years ago. Okay. So I do a lot of program uh, production and also a lot of teaching in family ministry related courses.
0: Tell me about you. I want to hear your story, uh, your life story, and your story of faith, Joy. And we'll we'll talk about your family along the way as well. But uh, where would you like to start?
1: Well, I'm a fifth uh, Chinese Christian generation. So, my family ministry, uh, my family history is, er, well, you can say it's kind of like a, a church history in China. Hmm. So, um, for my family, I'm also forced, like, a uh, Christian workers' generation, which means I'm a pastor's kids and my parents were the third generation of pastor, ki- pastor's kids. Huh. So, so, um, but, uh, my, a ministry with FEBC actually went back to 21 years ago after I graduated from Region College in Vancouver, Canada. I joined FEBC Canada uh, when I was very, very young. And then I did full-time um, program producing and also hosting and also teaching in Liangyou Seminary, you know, broadcasting seminary school uh, for several years. Uh, before I got married with my husband, and then, but after we had our first child, um, I felt God's calling to become a full-time mother. Uh, even though I never gave up my FEBC's ministry, I just became a full-time volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Chinese word, uh, volunteer uh, sounds exactly like a righteous person. Oh, really? So it's the same word. So I just, you know, teased them. I said, "Now I become righteous, and you guys are not." Right.
0: I have arrived, huh?
1: So I was a FBBC volunteer for fifteen years before I came back to this ministry with FBBC USA Chinese Ministry a uh, two years ago. So, okay. so well, I have to say, it's been like twenty-one years. Okay, but for me. Um, I was a youth pastor when I was in seminary school. And then I found out like 90% of my youth problems has something to do with their parents' problem, their mm-hmm. family problem. Mm-hmm. And since then, I just feel the calling and, um, the, the passion for doing family ministry. And that's when, uh, God started equipping me, uh, through what I did in FABC Canada, what I did in church. As well as what I needed for my own marriage to grow. And I realized in Chinese church setting, we didn't have any, uh, solid teaching or systematic teaching about Christian view of, uh, marriage and, and families because we are more like traditional, you know, Chinese, um, marriage family setting. And even if for Chinese church, a lot of people, they've never, even for Chinese pastors, Most of them have never been equipped or educated systematically about this subject. And that's why when I first got married with Luke, we just found like we need help. (laughs) (laughs) We fought and we argued even with like a whole brain of uh, knowledge of, you know, marriage and, and family. But I feel like in real life, I need a fellowship. I need a church to grow together with. And that's why we started ministry for ourselves, for our own need. I see. You know, God used me uh, even when I served my family full time for 15 years. Uh, that was never a waste. And I feel like that's that's how when he called me to come out again, um, I could use all the past, you know, 15, 20 years of um, experience at home, in church and in FABC to benefit more people. Globally, like more Chinese church. Mm-hmm. You
0: yeah. mentioned Luke, your husband, and your family. Uh, tell us about Luke and what he does, and about your kids. Uh, I, I see you on Facebook with your your fabulous family, and uh, introduce them <laughs> to us, Joy.
1: Okay, uh, my husband uh, Luke. I've been married with Luke for almost nineteen years. Um, he w- used to be a full time, you know, IT worker. <laughs> Uh, a, a electronic engineer for uh more than 10 years with microsoft and amazon uh different it companies and he holds all kinds of uh, degrees uh, in that area, uh-huh. um, but he also filled God's calling for a full-time ministry, and that's why I supported him. And he, five years ago, no, not my five years ago, maybe six years ago, he quit his job and went to uh, Dallas Theological Seminary to be trained as a full-time minister. And then uh, we have three lovely children. We've been homeschooling them, Uh when Elijah is seventeen, Evangeline is 14 and Aliana is ten. So uh our family is a family of five, Hmm. and five people who are like um devoted in doing God's missions because we train our children to be missionary kids when they were young. And then um I think also because of this, we homeschool them, we want them to be equipped. Before they leave us uh, with God's word and God's truth, so no matter what we do, we just want to make sure we uh, do God's will in our life. So,
0: well, if there was ever a power Christian couple, it's you and Luke because uh, you you are raising a great family and your ministry, both of your ministries at FEBC are remarkable. Luke is, of course, a director of the Chinese ministry there and. Just fabulous to to hear how God is using you. And you have your own degrees from Dallas, for instance, and other places. So, you're both so well-prepared and called to what you're doing. But take me back even further. Were you born in Canada then? Or what's your no, early story?
1: No, I was born in China. Were you? Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I was born in China. And that was the year when the Cultural Revolution ended. Uh, but before that my parent actually had three children my dad was in prison and labor camp for 17 years because oh. of his faith. Oh boy. And my mom actually went into the labor camp to marry my dad. So they had a, a great love story in Jesus Christ. It's not because <laughs> their romantic love it's just because their love to God and, sure. and commitment to each other. Uh, but, um, the government actually killed their second son. That was before I was born, mm. uh, just to force them to give up their faith. Uh, but, uh, they didn't, of course. And uh, they were the strongest and most faithful servants of God I've ever known in my life. Mm. And it's because of them, I couldn't, could never de- deny God, you know, mm-hmm. his existence, his person, his work in my parents' life are so real. And then, um, my, They had three children, but the the second son was killed, so they decided to have another one. And that was the time when I was born, you know, after so much, like, um, pleading and so many prayers of the whole church, and I was born. Uh, But uh, my dad was forced to leave our home, even after he was released from labor camp at that time. So he took my oldest brother, and my aunt took my older sister— and uh, i i was the only one left behind with my mom mm. so our family was like split broken everywhere in china um and then uh my my mom eventually um just made everything just give give up everything to uh bring us all together uh, reunited with my dad when i was 6 so before uh, before that, I only saw my dad twice. <laughs> From zero to six, I only saw my uh, my dad twice. So I I was kind of fatherless. Not because my dad didn't want me, but mm-hmm. because of that political environment. Like when I was young, I never thought it was an option not to suffer for our our faith. Interesting. Okay, that's part of our faith to suffer together. Uh, because it's our choice and because God, His own Son, suffered everything, gave up everything for us. So there's like, it, it, we never take for granted. This is, uh, this is how the cost of faith, it's not because what we could do for Him, it's because He did everything for us first. He loved us first. I uh, after like my dad um, got released. He actually devoted the whole family to the Lord. He asked the Lord to bless all his children. He asked the Lord to use all his children. He said, "Everyone uh, of my ch- uh, children and uh, whoever married my children will serve you f- in full time capacity." And God just honored my father's prayer.
0: Incredible. I love it.
1: My brother-in-law is actually one of the principal, uh, president of uh, uh, one of Chinese uh, seminary schools in United States. So, all of his girls and, you know, uh, son-in-laws are serving huh. full-time in ministry. And by the way, my father uh, was uh, taken away by God uh, two years ago in his sleep without any disease or any pain. Um, he was 91. It was just like a miracle, you know. It's just one day, one night before he was still training his uh, uh, younger generation of the church leaders. And then the other day, my, my mom found him sleeping, like sleeping in bed, and he was gone.
0: Yeah. We'll continue meeting Joy Chang and hearing about her ministry with the Far East Broadcasting Company coming up in a moment. Here's Ed Cannon. ...on the vision for FEBC's weekly podcast. The primary purpose of Until All Have Heard, of course, is to share the experience that FEBC has because we have staff on the ground in so many oppressive places. But in addition to that, we're trying to speak to you in a way that only the kind of testimonies you'll hear from around the globe can do. Discover how the gospel is making a difference around the world. Search for Until All Have Heard on your favorite podcast platform. Or hear it online at febc.org. My guest is Dr. Joy Chang, who is director, the Chinese Ministries Director in the Program Department of the Far East Broadcasting Company. What a story. What a family heritage and story you have, Joy. It's amazing to hear about that. Praise God indeed. Um, I I would just like to hear more of of, uh, how God has prepared you for what you're doing now. Your voice is a very well-known voice to millions of Chinese listeners around the world, right? I mean, the programs that you do have an astounding number of people listening to them.
1: Well, it's all God's grace. It's not me. <laughs> I I can only boast in Christ, yes. I, I think it's because God has called me uh, to do this ministry, and I think the, the reason why the response is so well is because it's uh, God called me and gifted me, and that's the, uh, what should I say? He gave me that deepest satisfaction, and to me, the deepest hunger of Chinese people. So, when this two matches, of course, the result will be great, because it's God's ministry, it's not mine. It's, mm-hmm. it's totally not mine. And, um, and I also, because I believe, like what my parents have been teaching us since we were young, Uh, A ministry can only be effective it's from the bottom of your heart. It flows from your relationship with Jesus Christ. Your love for God, that's the only reason you could be successful and effective, because it's eventually His ministry through us. We're just His instrument. We're nothing. Um, if without him we're just nothing, so I, I feel like the only reason I could serve with passion and uh, this kind of energy in this kind of a capacity is because His Christ love repelled me. I have no other way <laughs> to respond. Hmm. The this is the proper response I know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, compelled by the love of Christ. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So tell me about the programs that you produce. What what are they like? What's the content? what What are you? What's your basic message, Joy?
1: My basic message is is like uh, we every family is a uh, living environment for functional theology because it represent the relationship of Christ and His Church. So um, my my family ministry is based on this deep theology that we want to reflect uh, the relationship between Christ and His church. So I believe uh, besides Him, there's no salvation. So it's not about psychology, not about counseling. It's about Jesus' gospel, the fullness of His gospel. So I have gospel message in every program I produce, mm-hmm. every little session, every season, e- even including children's uh, uh like radio drama, okay. In every season, I make sure I put the gospel message in all kinds of forms. It's the gospel there. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we do programs for singles, for uh, uh, like uh, step families, for marriage, for parenting, for special need families, for those families who are suffering from uh, gender issue, drug issue, and also for uh, sing- uh, single parents. So we have. Every day we have daily programs for each kind of family form, uh, especially like coped to to meet Chinese families' needs. In you know, for past fifty sure. years, Chinese marriage and family is upside down because of all kinds of reasons: mm-hmm. economic, political, cultural reasons. So we have to contextualize uh, a, a theology that meet Chinese people's need. We can't just borrow Western books and and theology to, you know, to feed Chinese people like you have to eat. No, I have to understand the culture and, uh, use God's gospel to meet the culture's need. So that's, uh, what we've been doing. And we've been trying to make sure people know it's not a common, like, you know, popular radio program. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's gospel.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it's well listened to again by so many people. Yes. How do you know you're not speaking into a vacuum? What kind of feedback are you able to get?
1: Well, each day we have so many letters and uh, uh, messages. We do multimedia, like it's not only radio, we do podcast. we have a, a phone app so they can listen anytime and they connect their phone with their car so we have uh youtube we have facebook we have um uh, uh, uh tiktok you know <laughs> we do we do all kinds of things to meet chinese people's need but of course because of uh, high technology we can reach chinese people everywhere mm-hmm. so we got letters from uh, South Africa, we got letters from Australia, New Zealand, from New Ro- Europe, from everywhere. And we also got letters from Tibet, China. <laughs> okay. So wow. it's just when I receive a letter that uh, a church, house church in Tibet, those people, a uh, missionary went in and they established a church for uh, people who have leprosies. And the ch- whole church is tuning into my program. As their Sunday worship uh, message, because mm. they couldn't find any pastors. So those are the things that just you know stimulate my um, my inspire me and also encourage me when I feel exhausted. I yeah. I, I have to say. Every night, I I'm like that fish.
0: <laughs> you've, you've laid it all I, on the line, huh?
1: <laughs> whenever I read those messages, just like boost me and just raise me up, and I just feel like I could die for that's this. Wonderful,
0: people. yeah, that's wonderful. I, I want to give <laughs> listeners a little perspective here, and I can't go into details. Mm-hmm. but i mean i've been on radio and i don't know how many people you know through the years or at any one time that we address uh, radio listeners in this country but it is a fraction of the number of people that are able to listen to you and your programs and the programs produced by your team we we reach a fraction of the number of people that you reach around the world and it sort of happens under the radar so to speak but it's god at work through organizations like FEBC. And I just commend you for that.
1: Yeah, amen. But, you know, I feel like my husband, I have to give two thumbs up for him <laughs> because of his educational background. You know, he got a PhD in electronic engineering. And and we thought when he gives those up, we thought he will waste all those, you know. But later on now with FEBC, Everything he learned could be used, you know, with like when we have, we have a lot of audience group on uh, platforms, on WeChat platforms. We have like maybe uh, 20,000 of them. And then we used to use people to send out programs. And then after Luke came up, you know, he said, well, let's do a robot. So he do a AI. He wrote a program. And now, Whenever you shoot a message, immediately half second, the AI will respond.
0: So God is using AI through people like Luke to uh, to get the gospel uh, out there in the world. That that's just, that's
1: and will, it's unbelievable. It's it's AI. So anytime, anywhere.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, earlier you were talking about the needs that you address in the in the family, the family ministry that you have. It sounded like the same list of needs that we have anywhere in the world, including North America. Uh, somehow somehow, we have in our mind that things are different in other parts of the world, but they have the same concerns, don't they?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's the most common thing since, uh, the, the, you know, what happened in the Garden of Eden. And that's Satan's first attacked subject, that's marriage. So I think for every nation uh, throughout the history, Satan's goal is to destroy marriage and family. So that's why in every nation, every part of this world, we we see the families are broken. And second generation, we're losing new generations. And it's not a, a typical Chinese culture thing. It's everywhere. It's happening everywhere. But for us, like we sometimes we ignore because it's always ongoing and it's ongoing within our family walls. So we thought, well, everybody's, you know, is that it's because we never expect, we never can imagine what a perfect marriage, what a good marriage should look like because everybody's broken. But we don't know. Actually, God designed that with a beautiful picture in that we have to show people. We have to give people a blueprint so they will know, even through my broken marriage, I could celebrate that God's idea. It's it's not my idea. We could celebrate this even when I'm weak. I could I could praise the Lord because His grace is made sufficient, and perfect on my weaknesses. So that's why we add, we encourage people to continue build up their marriage, uh, even even when we stumble, we fall short of His glory. But it's okay. It's okay. Someday we will see that, that beautiful blueprint will come true when Christ and His Church finally have that uh, the, the wedding of the Lamb. And we will know <laughs> what it means to be married and love one another and to become one.
0: Yes. That's Joy Chang, this week's guest on First Person, talking about her ministry revolving around marriage and family as she hosts and produces programs for the Far East Broadcasting Company. Joy and her husband Luke are just two examples of people who are giving their lives in service to Christ at FEBC. With their biblical training and technical expertise, they are making a tremendous impact on Chinese-speaking people every day with their programs. To learn more, please visit febc.org. I'm sure Joy and others who work alongside her would appreciate your prayers as they prepare programs. Again, go to febc.org. And if you'd like to listen again to this interview or other conversations in this series of programs, please visit FirstPersonInterview.com. Click on the red Listen button. Now, with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us again for First Person.